welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are really excited today. We are talking about off-network movies. This is our sixth off-network episode of this holiday season. We're talking about Netflix. We're talking about Lifetime, lots of Lifetime, and uh, all the other streaming services that we could. We haven't seen everything, but we've seen a lot. So it's going to be really fun. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Anna's here. Hey, everybody. And Colleen is here. Hi. Yes. So I don't know about you all, how you're feeling, but boy, this, even for me, keeping up with this lifetime schedule is very <laughs> difficult. They yeah. have so many movies. <laughs> it's, I mean, one every single day for that oh. long is so much. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. And I can't watch them live. I need to watch them the next day or a couple days later so I can mm-hmm. flip through the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of a mixed bag, I would say. This group uh, for this mm-hmm. week, uh, they they had a pretty bad stretch. And then I would say this one was more like hit and miss, mm-hmm. this group. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting strategy. It doesn't seem like it's paid off for them, though, in ratings or in yeah. quality <laughs> in general. I Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, according to the ratings, it's not good. Um, and I just think in December, like, and we've talked about on our podcast chat where, like, we watch so many of these movies. By the time you hit December, we're hitting, like, early burnout. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. by the time you hit December, a movie, new movie every day is like, no, like, we needed this back before because now it's, like, <laughs> reaching burnout. Yeah, I think so it much. probably would have been better for them to do, like, a lead-up more of a lead up to Thanksgiving yeah, and then be done in the middle of December yeah. rather than be done on Christmas day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people but, are so busy. There's so much else they have to do. You're running yeah. around shopping and because everyone's out doing all that again this year. So yeah. 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 <laughs> well, let's dive in. Let's talk about it. And we're starting with a doozy. <laughs> we're starting with Christmas with a crown. Marcus Rosner, Lisa Daru, who I love both of them a uh, lifetime. And it's after Cassie returns to her hometown to revive her family's traditional Christmas festival, she meets a dashing stranger, Nicholas, who's volunteered to help organize the event. Sparks fly between them, but little does she know that he's really a prince in disguise, longing to find the true spirit of the holidays. It will take a Christmas miracle of royal proportions for their hearts to meet as one. So this movie, I actually saw last year (laughs) i watched it on the hoopla app and i did not care for it at all i thought it was really bad uh and i it's not really the actor's fault i mean because there's some talented people in here tell rothery's in this movie but i just thought the script was so bad (laughs) and i mean we've seen so many of these royal movies and sometimes they can surprise you like with this recent one of on homer channel the royal queen's uh Mm -hmm. christmas that one i really enjoyed actually i loved it yeah it was cute but this one i just i mean (laughs) i did not rewatch it i'm not going to put myself through that but i did not enjoy it last year what did you think Uh, of it colleen i pretty much agree probably the most annoying thing i did think the script was bad but was this the accents (laughs) Yeah, Terrell Rothery's accent was awful, and hit. Why did we go back and forth between his regular, ac- his regular yeah. Canadian accent and his 
whatever that accent was. <laughs> it was awful. It was so distracting. So that for me, those two things were the worst part of the movie. Yeah. Of yeah, a lot that was line really of bad, bad. things. <laughs> yeah. And then like her whole plan to save the town with this festival. I mean, I know we've seen that a million times, but usually it makes like a little bit more sense than this plan did. <laughs> so I remember mm-hmm. thinking like, what is going on with her? And like, they had so few people at this festival. <laughs> They're like, how are you gonna like raise all the funds that you need for this for this library? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I I like both of these actors in, in other projects, but it was just not not feeling the chemistry, the writing, the script was not great. So yeah, I think I gave it like a 1.5. <laughs> out of five last time (laughs) i don't know what would you give it colleen i'll be generous to give it a two but that's really stretching it maybe like you know what let's do (laughs) 1.75 i just can't go for two that's that's at least semi average (laughs) yeah yeah it's it is i we don't recommend it ann don't Uh, believe believe me last year when rachel told me i'm like okay nope not watching this movie because i just it sounds not good so uh now one that i saw that you all didn't see is the housewives of north pole on peacock uh, streaming service this queens of north pole vermont trish and diana have won the best holiday house decorating competition every year for the past nine years but days before Christmas, a friendship-ending argument sparks a town-wide feud and draws the attention of a national magazine writer hoping to make a name for herself with her uh, scintillating expose. And this was, I think, directed by Ron Oliver, mm-hmm. uh, who's done a lot of Hallmark stuff. And it was pretty fun. I feel like they could have done more with the whole North Pole kind of thing. It was pretty much just your standard snowy town kind of <laughs> mm. also like is like the breakout hit i feel like of this christmas season he is so charming he i loved him in christmas in tahoe which i did not expect to like that movie and then i ended up liking it mm. uh, but he's mm-hmm. really good in this and their their relationship is really cute they have a whole they're they're hiding it from their moms because their moms are you know in this feud uh, but at one, at one point he comes through her bedroom window, you know, and like sneaks in, which was cute. It was fun. And, uh, they had, they had nice chemistry and, uh, the, the whole feud was fun and well done. Uh, so I enjoyed this one. I think, uh, that it's worth, you know, has some humor in it. It has some romance. I think most of our listeners will really enjoy it. So I'd give it a four out of five. Oh, Yeah. It was, and it was funny. It's got like a little, it's like a little bit more, uh, like PG 13, I would say. Sexy. Than- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it has a housewife name in it. You have yeah. to have something. Can I only yeah. watch the, I do watch the housewives in New York. That's yeah. the only one. Hmm. So. Well, and Kyle Richards is like a legit actress, you know, she's right. in Halloween and she's in lots of, you know, other stuff. So she can, she can act. And, uh, and I, I just think that, Kyle Selig is the is the real star of this Christmas season breakout 
if we do a if we do a breakout uh, star mm-hmm. uh, on, in the Hallmarkies Podcast Awards this year, we definitely have to include him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed him in the other movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, all right. <laughs> then we had a fiance for Christmas, and this stars Marie Osmond, Amanda Payton, and Adam Gregory. And it's perpetually single Sawyer makes a fake wedding registry to burn off some Christmas loneliness. Her friends find it and think she's become secretly engaged. Too embarrassed to tell the truth, she instead finds a fiance for the holidays. So you saw this, right, uh, Colleen? Mm-hmm. Yes. What did you think of it? It was okay. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen on Lifetime this year. <laughs> <laughs> Ringing um, I- endorsement. <laughs> I mean, although I was busy, I guess the indicator is if you're sitting still and you're really paying attention or you're like, a lot of these movies I do my exercising during, so I'm able to watch them and, you know, like I do a lot of walking and stuff in the house and I can do it while I'm watching a movie. It makes the time go faster. And this one, I wasn't doing that, but I was doing other stuff. So I guess I was a little distracted and I had to rewind a couple of times. So... I don't know if that says anything, but it was okay. I didn't think they had the best chemistry, but I really liked her, the actress. I thought I she was, was just going to say cute. the same thing. I really yeah. liked her. I didn't think they had the best chemistry, yeah. but I liked the whole concept. I thought it was a really clever idea of yeah. this girl, you know, her friends kind of push her to do this uh, fake you know, wedding registry just for fun because her one friend is is getting married and so she's doing it so she does it along with her friend just for fun but then the people find it and think that she's engaged and uh, and she'd used mm-hmm. an ex-boyfriend a uh, name uh, uh, on the registry <clears throat> and and so anyway, she ends up in this fake relationship, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. And I thought that Marie Osmond was, was pretty good as her mom. Like she was, mm-hmm. she was like a normal, like, I feel like usually her performances are really over the top or she plays a singer. In this case, she's just her mom. And she was, was what an anthropologist, which yeah. was a very oh, interesting that's right. yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a more normal role. Mm-hmm. you know for her i would say i have a love-hate relationship with marie osmond sometimes i like her and sometimes i'm just like oh my goodness like i've seen them i saw donnie and marie do a christmas show you guys would have been in heaven it was wonderful but then to see her like a lot i can't take a lot of her yeah uh <laughs> i've never i've never seen her live but oh you need to see her she's great yeah but uh uh, but yeah, actually, I've for the most part liked her her lifetime movies. I feel like she has mm-hmm. pretty good taste in mm-hmm. picking out scripts. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this one she was just a normal person. She wasn't like the last one last year. She was like this diva boss, a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I that remember. one. Yeah, <laughs> um, she was she was it was she was kind of fun in that. She was like. Corolla Deville of Lifetime. This one, she's just a normal mom, and uh, and yeah, I I I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty well written. The acting wasn't the best, you know. There's had its flaws, but I thought the concept was pretty creative. That's definitely Mm -hmm. something I think that most single women have thought about from time to time. Of like, I wish I could make a registry and go all with those 
you know, with those guns <laughs> tagging everything that you want, you know, it is really fun. So yeah. I, I understand why you want to. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it was fun. I did a long time ago. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. So I, I give this a 3.5 out of five. With a three, I thought it was good, it was decent. Ho, ho, ho! We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Next one I got to see was on Netflix and it's Shaun the Sheep, The Flight Before Christmas. And this is Shaun's seasonal excitement turns to dismay when a farmhouse raid to get bigger stockings for the flock inadvertently leads to timmy going missing can sean get timmy back before he becomes someone else's present so i love sean the sheep he is so cute (laughs) and if you haven't seen the two sean the sheep movies they're really adorable and they kind of have this sort of the humor of a silent movie the characters don't talk and so it's all through sort of the comedic sort of set pieces and and gags that they have and and i i just i mean i love ardman i love the animation i think it's so cute and they just make everything funny like in the second movie there's this whole sequence where the sheep order pizza it's delightful (laughs) and hilarious and Um, in the first that. movie, the farmer becomes this celebrity uh, hairstylist. <laughs> with it, he does the same hairstyle that he does oh, for the sheep. Funny. And, uh... and it's really funny and and good. And so I love the I love the franchise. There's a whole series uh, over in England, and I've seen some of it, and it's so cute. And this is just a very cute, sweet short. And I, there's a great tradition of animated shorts during the holidays, you know, going back to Charlie Brown, to the Grinch, to Rudolph, uh, there's tons. And so I'm always excited when, uh, that tradition is, is upheld and kept up. And and in this case on Netflix, we had two shorts from Ardman animation studios who do Wallace Gromit and Shaun the Sheep. And, uh, they had Robin Robin, which was so cute about a bird that thinks it's a mouse. So cute. <laughs> and, and then this, and they're both under 30 minutes. So worth your time. And especially if you have kids, they will absolutely love Sean the sheep. 
and uh, the flight before Christmas. Really cute. I give it like five stars, uh, five crowns. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of shorts, Rachel, I don't know if you saw today that there's a Ted Lasso short out. Oh, that's like yeah, clay- I saw it's that. like claymation, isn't it? It was oh. so cute. It was something. Yeah, it was not like real people. It was something it, like and that. And it's their know. voices. Oh, it's super cute. You need to spot four minutes. Oh my gosh, I didn't. I missed that. I was <laughs> I, at the I Matrix. I can't believe they're breaking news for you. <laughs> I missed that. She was in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll have to check that out. I mean, we already covered this summer. We covered right. the Christmas episode of Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. me and Carrie. So if you haven't seen that episode of podcast, you, you should, because it was so good. I loved that episode of Ted Lasso. Fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, that's another great tradition is the Christmas episode of, you know, your favorite shows. We, Mm -hmm. we had an episode with, um, Joanna Wilson, uh, who has written literally an entire book on Christmas TV. And, uh, and, and we talked all about all the, the you know the classics Mary Tyler Moore uh, has one of the best. The Simpsons was started. The very first episode of The Simpsons was a Christmas episode. Oh really? Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so it's it, that's a fun one too. I'll put that in the description if, if people haven't listened to that one. Uh, yeah. She she really has like the dream job where she just she gets to cover Christmas TV for her whole life. That's great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but I I love Robin Robin and I love Sean the Sheep the Light Before Christmas. They are so cute. So take a look. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, Holiday in Santa Fe. This is on Lifetime Channel. It's Mario Lopez, Emerald, Tobia, Amy Garcia, and it's Sparks Fly. When greeting card executive arrives in Santa Fe to acquire a tight knit family company that creates ornaments inspired by Mexican Christmas traditions. And do you think that they were like slightly trolling Hallmark? I, I, it has to yeah. be. Yeah. It, it has to be. And that's it. Warm wishes. Like, it has, yep. I was like, this has to be trolling. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it was fun. I was, yeah, that I was, was fine. <laughs> Yeah. So this one, it it was a little bit boring, uh, for me at times, but I did like the cast a lot and there were enough like unique things going on Mm -hmm. with the save, the uh, save, the fact, the family business, whatever that I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. I love this one. I just thought it was like something about it. it was very heartwarming. And then I didn't even realize until after I was done that that was Mario Lopez's daughter. Okay, I thought it was. Okay, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is his real daughter. And I really liked her. I thought she was cute. Great job. Good job. And um, I really liked that, like Rachel said, some of the unique things that it had, like the ham toss and the TikTok dance and the pepper eating and, you know, the glass blowing. Like these are things like that are not like in typical like Christmas movies. So I thought, Oh, it was nice to have yeah. some different things. I, that I ham know. tops would get expensive. Hams are freaking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. And like that would be, bucks. I would be terrible at that because it looks yeah. so heavy. I'm like, how could she yeah. have thrown it that far? Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you get to take the, take the ham. If you win, do they like, how did they pick a winner? Like over the course of the whole day? Or if you, if you throw it a certain length or what's that? I don't I know what it, the, 
I think it was like over however long they did it, whoever threw it the farthest. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's what it was. That would I make- think hers was like 26 something feet or something. Yeah. I could that would make more sense because you're <laughs> it's expensive. Hams are pricey. Yeah. <laughs> more expensive than turkeys. <laughs> it's probably just that same ham just getting pounded and smashed <laughs> and like, messed up. <laughs> I was going to say about Mario Lopez. So I really, he's two months older than me. Uh And he's, he's one of the few actors I can think of that can be paired with a really younger actress. Cause I think she's only like early thirties and you can't really tell in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think they had great chemistry. It's something about his charm. I just get a kick out of him. I've liked him since Saved by the Bell. Um, I just, I thought they were great together. I liked her. The only other movie I could think of with her was that really bad Hallmark movie. It was a summer one. Yeah. You ever talking about? Oh, it's bad. Sun, uh, something in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Love in the the sun. That's what it was. It was really bad. Yeah. It it wasn't good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That one was not great. Yeah. 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 That one was not great. I knew she'd done a Hallmark movie, but I. I forgot which one uh, it is, but she is stunning. She oh, gorgeous. she's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to her Amazon holiday series that's coming mm-hmm. this Friday. I'm looking forward to that. So, ooh, what's yeah. that called? With know? love. Oh, it's um, it starts on Christmas Eve, and then they go, they hit like New Year's Day, Valentine's something, ooh. Day of the Day. It's like five. It's like five episodes, but the first one I think is like the closest to Christmas. And then it kind of goes kind of like holiday, but this is like, not, I don't, I don't know what the rating, but um, it's, it's, you know, it hits different holidays yeah. each episode. And I think it's like five or six episodes. Oh, that sounds um, cute. It's like three different couples. Well, and her parents and then her brother. And then I don't know how the, how the other couples related, but yeah, it's like a bunch of different couples following them. So I think it's going to be good. I hope. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. I also appreciated in this movie that I really actually liked the ornaments. I thought they were so pretty. Mm-hmm. Like both the ones that they were selling, the way that it was kind of a ceramic uh, mm-hmm. with like a pattern on it. It was beautiful. They were really neat. And uh, Milagra, I guess that's what they're, they were the, mm. the Milagra ornaments. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she does the glass blowing ornaments as well, which I also thought were really beautiful. Yeah. And, and the whole plot point for the sister about how, you know, she doesn't have the confidence that her mother had, you know, that she doesn't do things the same way as her mom. And that's, you know, kind of hard for, her. I felt like that was a pretty good conflict and yeah. storyline mm-hmm. and, and she did it well. And that made it more interesting to me as far as the um uh the save the save the factory mm-hmm. storyline was that it, you, at least we're getting to kind of know these people better yeah right you know. so yeah i mean she was uh, he was a little bit you know too grumpy too long i i you know it's just like they, even the people in his family were like, what are you doing? Why are you behaving this way? Which I appreciate. Yeah. Like she came to you as soon as she found out. Yeah. Told you like, I don't agree. This stuff is offensive. And, and I'm just like, yeah. Like, why is he like so upset? Like, yeah. yeah. Like she was willing to quit her job. And if he had just asked a few (laughs) follow-up questions, then he would have realized that. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I, I haven't been the biggest fan of Mario Lopez's move, like the last couple movies. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this one was, 
I think better than the last couple of his movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, he was, I'm trying to think what was the lifetime one that I really liked with him. Like he can be, he can be funny when they allow him to be funny. Yeah. And the new Saved by the Bell is actually pretty good. I yeah. It. I I've seen the first it. season. I haven't seen the second one yet, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's well done. Well written. It's a good reboot uh, for considering reboots. So what would you give Anne Holiday in Santa Fe? Um, I would say uh, 3.5. What about you, Colleen? I liked it. Well, um, I'm going higher because this is actually in my top five of non-Hallmark right now because I was, I mean, we're really kind of grasping <laughs> in some respects because I haven't seen yeah. as many as you mm-hmm. guys. I would go 4.5. I really liked it. Oh, wow. Okay, good. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. This time we had The Ghosts of Christmas Past, and this stars Annie Clark and Dan Giannette, and it's Ellie serial ghoster on dating apps is told by a fortune teller that she must resolve her past and make amends with all those she ghosted before Christmas, or she is destined to never find true love over the course of one week. She takes it upon herself to track down all the men she's ghosted before the stroke of midnight on Christmas Eve and discover love in the process. So this is a total friends to lovers story which i'm a huge sucker for i love that trope yeah me too. <laughs> uh, i thought that they had really good chemistry there's some not the best acting in this movie if i'm honest but i really liked the concept of her having to kind of go to all of these people that she ghosted and kind of apologize most of them she sort of rationalized it because they were people not in real life people that she ghosted online And so that's how she rationalized it. But at the whole time she's communicating with, uh, with one person that she ghosted and they're kind of talking it through. Turns out it was him. I mean, I guess that's a spoiler, but it was him. And so she ghosted him, but didn't realize that it was him because it was an online person. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so they're talking and talking and of course getting closer and closer. And, uh, then they, you know, you have the big reveals and everything. It was cute. I really liked all of their friends were fun and kind of giving, uh, they were giving sort of commentary to everything that was happening. <laughs> like, like who, who lives this way? Who does this to people? And they were funny and sort of snarky and she did ghost a lot of people. She has way more success with online dating than I've ever had. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but I like this one. I thought it was good. Again, some of the acting, not the best. It's 
obviously an acquisition not made with that much money, but I liked the leads. I thought the concept was pretty creative. So I'm actually going to give this one a four out of five. So I recommend it. I thought it was fun. Okay. Let's talk about the holiday fix up. This starred Jana Kramer, Ryan McPartland and Maria Menounos. And it's when Sam, an interior designer, returns home during the holidays to help renovate the Bell Harbor Inn. She gets paired with Coop as her contractor. The only problem, he's the guy who broke her heart and she's the one who got away. So you got to see this. Anne, what did you think about it? Um, I liked it. I thought that they had, um, you know, good chemistry. I like all three of these people, Maria Menounos, Ryan, and Jana. Um, and... Um, I, I, I enjoyed like some of their banter, like their mean, like banter at the beginning and just some of their kind of like sparring at each other. Um, I did feel like she kind of got, she got kind of got too mad for me, um, Mm -hmm. in this movie. And that kind of was the thing that kind of like bothered me. I was like, okay, we understand like you're upset. But other than that, like I really, I enjoyed this movie. There's an early kiss in this movie. I just like them. Like I, I, I thought, I thought it was fun. I was, I enjoyed watching it. What do you think, Colleen? I agree with you and completely about her being mad. Like what he couldn't even explain what happened. I mean, I know that was like intentional for the story, but come on, you know? It got to be a little much, but I really enjoyed it as well. I like her a lot. And I yeah. like Ryan McPartland. And I thought Maria Menunos, I was hoping she had more of a role than maybe because she was like third build and she did. So that was nice. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And I liked the old the older guy too who ran the end. I liked everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it too. I really liked that mid movie <laughs> kiss. That was really good. That was good. It was and very that- good snowball fight thing that was hilarious i, I was dying i was like this music this slow-mo like i thought i thoroughly enjoyed the whole over dramaticism whatever you call it i loved it, it yeah that composer was was working <laughs> he took this extremely seriously it was like he was composing for the lord of the rings like, yeah i really, it really yeah was. it was like <laughs> <laughs> It was intense. Yeah, it was good. It was really fun. And yeah, they have great chemistry. And I I thought the banter was fun between them. And uh, once they finally, you know, do get together, it's very, it was very satisfying. And basically like the main conflict is that he found out that the big show that she was doing that they thought was going to be the two of them, it turns out it was just going to be her and so he decided he didn't want her to miss out on the opportunity. So he ended the relationship when he was going to propose. And yeah, uh, yeah. so that was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it was, I agree. It was a little too long, but yeah. the whole proposal element was fun. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. And the arch and yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I enjoyed this one. I, I think it's probably one of the better Lifetime movies uh this season and so i'd probably give it i think i would give it a 4.25 uh out of five what about you ann it's actually the same as i did 4.25 yeah what about you colleen same i think that's just right for this one it was Mm -hmm. good very good 
All right. So then I saw on own champ own channel, they had a Christmas stray, Andrew Fuller and Ryan, Nicole Brown, and it's a tightly wound corporate executive finds himself hopelessly lost in a small mountain town on Christmas Eve, unable to shake the adorable stray dog who ran him off the road and irresistibly drawn to the free spirit of local veterinarian who is solely sorely in need of some Christmas magic herself. So unfortunately this one was not good. I would say that the own movies have been better this season. I liked the family chestnut family reunion. I think it was called chestnut family one. (laughs) It was pretty good. This one was not good. The acting was really bad across the board. I, I hate to say that, but it was true. And Uh, obviously that hurts the chemistry and like, there's not as much about the dog as you think there's going to be from that description and the title. Like he's really not in the movie that much, the dog. And a lot of it is them like at this party, there's they're at this party so long, like dancing (laughs) and talking and, you know, there's all this melodrama and everything. And I don't know. I just, I got bored with it. I got distracted from it. And it just wasn't very good. I, I would give it a generous two crowns. This one was a miss. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, you know, you hate, you always want stuff to succeed, you know, and be good. And it's, yeah. ugh, it's watch. Know. If you want to watch own, watch the chestnut one. It was good. This one, not good. All right, let's talk about Blending Christmas. This is Lifetime and Haley Duff and Erin O'Connell. The holiday season is in full swing when Emma learns that the resort where she used to spend Christmases with her family is being redeveloped. I mean, that doesn't really give you a, a true idea of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, she finds out about that, but then her, her uh, boyfriend plans this whole weekend where she, he gets all of her family to come up to this resort so that he can propose. And so mm-hmm. it's a big surprise for her. And you're sort of there over the course of this weekend, waiting for the big moment when he's going to propose. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like one of those people, like my proposal was only like me and my husband. And I would, I was so glad that nobody else was there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just that kind of person. Like I yeah. just, yeah, I, I don't want to be in front of people. <laughs> You don't want to be on a jumbo tribe? Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> One of 25,000 people. No. For yeah, sure. I, I wouldn't mind my family being there. I definitely, yeah, the jumbotron, it would be a no. That would be like, how could you think? Does anybody like want that? I don't think so. I don't like, think no. so. Like, did you guys see that Adele special where Adele brought a couple out and he proposed in front of the Adele concert? It was this Adele special on a CBS a couple weeks ago. In front of all these celebrities, it was all celebrity crowd, and he brings her out to the Griffith Observatory and uh, and and proposes to his girlfriend. And she was blindfolded and didn't know it was an Adele concert. <laughs> like, oh my that gosh. Was, I, I would be. I would have been so happy, but I would have killed him at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have fainted. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so sort of the gimmick in this movie is they have the members of the, uh, some of the members of the Brady Bunch playing her family. Yeah, which was which was pretty fun, which was cute. And 
I did think that her getting so mad at him uh, for like, basically the one of the ways that he gets her father to come up to the hotel is he says, we're going to, we're going to like look into it and appraise it basically. And so he uses that to kind of convince him to come. And then when she finds that out, she's just like furious. And I, I don't understand why she's furious because I would think somebody who'd grown up with her father would know that that's a way to get him to come to the thing. Like, I mean, yeah. and it's not like he wasn't spending time with her, his, the, the boyfriend, he was spending a lot of time with her. So yeah. it's not like this thing was taking away. Uh, so I would think she would be like, that was very clever. It's very smart of you to, to use that to get the dad to come. I so I didn't really like the conflict that much in this movie, but it was fine. It was enjoyable. Aaron O'Connell is so good looking. Yes, <laughs> and his hair is grown out. He has great hair. He has like super he does curly have good wavy hair. hair. Yeah. Uh, I just saw that with Love Christmas, which is super cute with Emily. Yeah, he had real short hair, but then I like I like this hair way better. Yeah, I agree. I like this better than the candy coated Christmas, the one for Discovery Plus. I heard it was bad. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, (laughs) like it it was average to me. I I I didn't hate it, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean they're trying to make it seem like it's a big role for Reed Drummond, and I knew that it wouldn't be she's only in like two scenes maybe three <laughs> scenes in the movie which she's not a great actress nor should she be uh so it's probably for the best but but uh but yeah pretty much her whole role is like here try some of these treats <laughs> what would you like to order <laughs> welcome to the town it's it's at least better than the I'll never I'll never forgive Hallmark for the uh, I know what Patty, she's gonna say yeah. the Patty Labelle <laughs> welcome to my house open the door it was bad it was bad <laughs> she literally opened the, the door everlasting yeah. right yeah yeah and, and like I said, all she did was just open a door and she we was on it. the poster like you said yeah. so that was just absolutely ridiculous like. <laughs> Like rather just not known and just been surprised than like, yeah, that been you know, better. make this big deal about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd give this one like a 3.25. What would you? I love, it? I mean, I didn't love it like a ton, but I, I'm a, and I am the biggest Brady nerd. Well, one of the biggest Brady nerds you'll ever meet in your life. My friend, <laughs> from one of my friends that's, um, I've known for a few years and my brother have all tried to do trivia contests and out with each other, like with obscure Brady trivia, like <laughs> what kind of shirt someone was wearing. On the oh my contest. gosh. Yeah. So like, <laughs> we're really good. I've been watching since I was young. So I was really excited to see four of the Brady kids in this movie. Like, yeah. I didn't care what they did. <laughs> <laughs> did did you see the, you, you should be in there in California. You should uh spent get like a weekend at the um the renovated house that they did the brady you know, house it's literally like 15 minutes from me it's in yeah, you should know. Bar, <laughs> Studio City. yeah yeah that i was know fun. I, that was I a fun idea go. i haven't been over there since they redid it i actually need to drive them. thank you yeah. for reminding me because it was such a big deal i watched that whole show yeah. i liked it it was fun i agree it would but, be I, I'm yeah. surprised almost that they haven't announced like a golden girls or a seinfeld or you know what i mean something 
something yeah, else good. and yeah. maybe they just can't find the, ex- the exteriors are gone those houses are gone but mm-hmm. uh but uh it was a fun concept but but yeah because of that i'm gonna give it four because of the brady's like they mm-hmm. elevated it for me personally as a brady person yeah a brady there nerd. there were a lot of little brady easter eggs i guess you might say did you hear he... peter's cracked voice yes <laughs> well and then when she's like i can't remember the name but she's like jenny 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 <laughs> oh that guess. was the girl that played jan in the movie yeah yeah who is who, yeah who is a great jan yeah mm-hmm. that was cute I mean, that you was, know because in good. the show it's marcia 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 yeah so <laughs> it was cute all right, so then we had Maps and Mistletoe, and this is Humberly Gonzalez and Ronnie Rowe, and it's Amelia, a cartographer of school, of school maps, has plans for a cozy Christmas at home until her boss has a last-minute project for her designing a novelty treasure map of the North Pole. Amelia decides to seek out the expertise of North Pole explorer Drew, who reluctantly agrees to help her. As the two work closely, they discover more than either of them ever expected <laughs> this movie i i've never heard of two more ridiculous jobs in my life like yeah I, just yeah. that the they expected us to take this seriously i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe there is like a flourishing no. cartography I, I was like yeah i was like this is like two like unbelievable jobs like <laughs> what they're still explorers in 2021 like what is yeah. left to explore everything's been explored <laughs> all i'm doing is laughing (laughs) yeah it was it was bonk that was bonkers i'm like you expect us to believe these jobs like no and they played it just completely straight like the most important thing and she was going to have this incredible career as a map maker and at the end she gets this like huge investment from this bad man of business yeah it's gonna invest in her her map business i'm like (laughs) what what alternative world are we living in here? yeah it, it was it was this movie for me i like i hate to be like this it was unfortunate like yeah i, I like I, I was like i saw the thing and i'm like okay i like ronnie Rowe, and i'm like oh she's cute like i really wanted to like it and i did like both of them yeah but the whole movie like i felt bored i felt like i can't believe these jobs like i'm not really interested yeah. like i was really having to make myself finish the movie and like yeah. try to pay attention um, but I really like them separately. Um, but I just, uh, I just couldn't get into yeah. Um, this movie. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree. It was pretty boring, and just bizarre. And <laughs> <laughs> they were good though. I liked the two of them a yeah. lot. Yeah. I can't remember the last time. I can probably say with all honesty, the last time I looked at an actual paper map was like before I got a smartphone, which was like 11 years ago or whenever the iPhone came out or the Blackberry yeah. or whatever. That was the last time I looked at a physical map. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a long time for me too. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I've ever looked at one besides in social studies class, like in fourth grade or eighth grade, because like when I, you know, my smartphones came out, I think I was in, uh, I was in high school. And so, yeah. you know, I just never used one to actually go anywhere. Like my mm-hmm. dad was always the, you know, when I was a kid, he would like use the map, you know, to go somewhere, mm-hmm. but I, I've never even used one. So I'm just like, this is just unbelievable. Like, no. Yeah, I mean, the only like semi explorers left are, are people like uh, what's the bear guy on Discovery? I can't think of his last name. Anyway, oh, that does girls. like 
Yeah. Yeah. That does those, like those kinds of shows mm-hmm. there's uh-huh. like, I guess, yeah. but just like an outright explorer, <laughs> like, <laughs> like we haven't had explorers <laughs> for, for like 200 years. Like it's not time. even just like in the last 20 years, like, yeah. <laughs> Like everything has been explored that's there to explore. Like there's yeah. nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> Earth, your- Earth is tapped out, y'all. Earth you have to, you have to go to you have to go to space. Like, no, we're not taking you seriously as an explorer unless you go to some planet nobody's been to. <laughs> I give this one a two. Yeah. It was just too ridiculous. I couldn't. Yeah. 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 So uh, I give it. I, I would give it a 2.25. Yeah. I really wanted to like it. I just uh, <laughs> I almost didn't finish it. <laughs> All right. I almost so. gave up. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, no, I've Did already watched finish. like half of it. I was like, I have to finish. I was like, I gotta make it. Like, come on. Like you're like you putting it on it. 2x. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just get to the end. <laughs> And all those peppermint mochas or whatever peppermint latte, I'm like, these people would be so hyped up on sugar. Every time yeah. he comes in, he's like, got a peppermint latte. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> this is great. Uh-huh. All right. Then we had on Peacock, we had a Christmas miracle for Daisy. The stars Jill Wagner and Nick Bateman and all of their summaries are like insanely long. So it's Whitney owns Marietta Designs, an interior design firm, which she runs with her friend, Andy. She's designing Santa's float for the town's annual Christmas parade when a potential opportunity comes her way, the full redesign of a landmark home by Christmas Eve. Despite the challenge, Whitney and Andy sign onto the job only to discover the home's new owner is Whitney's ex-boyfriend, Connor, who has moved to town from Los Angeles with his bright-eyed young daughter, Daisy. Connor had no intention of becoming a family man, but when his goddaughter's orphaned, he adopts her and commits to becoming a devoted single dad. More than anything, Daisy wishes for a mom to complete her picture-perfect family, and no prospect is as perfect as Whitney. Tall order, but Christmas is a time for miracles so yes uh so this movie the little girl is really cute they did a very yeah. good job with that She's and good. nick bateman is a dream oh my gosh so yes. handsome. he is literally what you see on the cover of a romance novel like with this shirt off like that's literally yeah. what he looks like like wow yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i died laughing when jill takes him to go shopping I don't know. Rachel's yes. like, I cannot watch Jill Wagner shop. I love Jill Wagner, like with my whole heart. Like, I just love to watch her do anything. I love her too. Yeah. She's my cousin. <laughs> as we say on the podcast, I love her too. But I'm just saying, it's just funny to me that like, how many movies has she played an interior designer or a party yeah. planner where she has to take a even lot in the, um, the Explorer one. <laughs> I can't think of the name all of a sudden. The one with Paloha in fiji oh yeah oh, and, yeah they show paradise. they show her oh, in paradise. a store with a man a lot because she even does in, it even in pearl one paradise with, she yeah, takes her shopping even in that one. yeah <laughs> and you know mistle the mistletoe movie with no mistletoe kisses right. she goes shopping in the one with, with victor webster when yeah. she's doing the house at, in the winterfest one she goes shopping i mean she goes <laughs> shopping the all the time 
she had she she had a store yeah she had a store yeah i mean they're always showing her with it with men in stores especially her pointing stuff to buy for someone's house like i think hallmark is missing out on a big opportunity here i mean this is this is peacock but but you need to have jill wagner in a shopping like hgtv i'm going to design your house show yeah Mm-hmm. because I, I just feel like it's inevitable <laughs> yeah at this point yeah it, it is it is but this was cute this was a cute movie they had good chemistry the little girl was adorable it did all of the things that you need a movie like this to do yeah uh, and, and did it well and uh so yeah i i i liked it 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 was it was good and it pulled on the heartstrings i guess it's based on a book and so yeah I think so yeah I I mean it's really basic but I just I really like their chemistry I really like the little girl which I'm really kind of iffy on the kid actors a lot of times but I really liked her um I like their little snowed in like one night snowed in I thought that was cute and like cozy that they had to wear those sweaters and they're you know playing cards and stuff that was cute and um I just love Jill I think she's actually like my favorite like Hallmark leading lady I, I don't know I just I just adore her like so much um and I thought that um the little side relationship that was cute um and I loved how like into like into him into her like Nick Bateman was he was like I never I wasn't the one who broke up with her like I'm always like liked her and I still like her like he was like you know that was her did that to me like he was like just totally into her and like totally fine with so yeah this one I would give a four I think too was good yeah I would give it a 4.25 mm-hmm I liked it a lot. All right. Last one is on uh, the Paramount Network on CBS, and it's a Christmas proposal. And Adam Rodriguez and Jessica Camacho, and it's the a chef who dreams of having her own food truck agrees to pose as girlfriend of an attorney. Working together, they try to prove he's the ideal candidate to take over the family firm, but is but it is complicated as real sparks begin to fly. And I don't know, Anne, you saw this movie. What did you think about it overall? Overall, um, I liked it. I, I like their chemistry. I like both of these actors. Um, I thought the family dynamic was interesting. Um, I like that, you know, it was an accident. Like he wasn't like, let's do this arrangement. Like before they went into the house, it just kind of like it was on accident that it happened. Um, I did feel like they kind of missed out on some some humor. I feel like more humor could have been added in that they kind of missed out on. That's just my personal take on a fake relationship. I kind of like when they just do crazy stuff with it. Um, I feel like they kind of missed out on that some, but um, I love the diversity and I like the family dynamic. And I, I think I think it was cute. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was so well done. It means talk about a story we've seen a many, we've seen many times, but it was executed very well. I liked the two of them a lot. I thought they had really good chemistry. I bought their sort of building romance and the whole idea of her being his Uber driver was, was a clever yeah. I thought, concept. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And the, you know, the side characters were fun. Her best friend I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. He was funny. And uh, I bought in the end when they, the they get to you know get together at the end. I I yeah. bought it and yeah. uh, 
yeah, so I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very entertaining. I was never bored watching it. And uh, the um, the whole family was 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 well done. It was funny. And uh, I don't know, I, I think when you're comparing it to Unexpected Christmas, yeah. the thing about Unexpected Christmas is the ending, I didn't quite, the ending was a little rushed. Yeah. Whereas this, I didn't have that issue. You're mm-hmm. right though, that that one is more funny. Yeah. So, but I think they're both really strong. They're good, good movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you give this one? I would give it a solid four. Yeah, me too. I, I enjoyed it. So there we go. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know if you've seen other ones that we didn't get to cover. Please let us know in the comments section. There's so many. We can't cover them all. Uh, <laughs> and if you got to see any of these, what did you think? We would love to hear your thoughts. And Anne, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at awscott21. Great. And Colleen? I am also on Twitter and Instagram at Lele, L-E-L-E, 44094. Great. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and Unrun Tomatoes. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your five-star ratings and reviews. We appreciate that so much. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the merch store and the Patreon group. All the link for that is in the description. So thanks so much, ladies. And we hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.